Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. I like a little song. Oh, yeah. Feeling a certain kind of way. drama behind the scenes. <laughs> you guys, welcome to the Hey Frage podcast with Paul Warden. He is here every single Wednesday, dear friend of mine for now. And we, we were just talking about drama. We have so much. And we <sighs> the craziest part is we yeah. sort of work our differences out behind the scenes. But we were talking about maybe every time we really have a conflict with one another, right. we should work them out right live. We probably should. Like, we know no more, like, even pretending to be civil. Like, oh, I got a problem with you. See you on Wednesday. Well, you are so funny because now she gives me a little warning. She's like, okay, we're using a new song. I'm like, okay, that sounds great. Sarah Frazier and her crew and the podcast. Hey, I'm like, okay, now I'm the crew. First, you got these white woman pink lips up on the wall, and they were everywhere. They were there. They were here. No, and we now you got a new song. We brought the politics logo. You brought politics. We got the politics logo now. You're because I did a Mariah Carey. I will not come into the studio unless my face and name is behind me. I but love it. we're good. We're working through it. We, we, 
Shit, I'm still here, people. I love it so much. <laughs> you are you're such a good friend, and we get along yeah. so well. We really, I, I we, adore we, you. Honestly, we've had what two snafus in our two. friendship. Like that's a four, three, I know, really. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. More to come, though. Yes. <laughs> uh, also in the studio with us today is AJ, who is our producer. She does all the audio Woo! for us. You can hear it. Um, she's hysterical. She and Paul are a riot together. And Leslie is here. She's our videographer. So any videos that you see up on HeyFrage.com, many that you see on Paul's website, and uh, any that you see on our social medias are all from Leslie. She's really great, too. She's fantastic. I know. she's. Got she a- actually went to Patty LaBelle's house with me. Yes, that's right. What an experience. And on the way up there, I played a Patti LaBelle song and burst out crying. And Leslie did not know who Patti LaBelle was. Leslie knows who nobody is. Like, today on this show, we're going to be talking about Richard Simmons. You know, Richard Simmons lost his lawsuit. National Enquirer outed him as a woman that he's transgender. Mm -hmm. He lost his lawsuit to them. He he basically said it was defamation. She has no clue who Richard Simmons is. None. Do you even know who? We're going to be talking about Black China. Do you know who that is? She, does Leslie no. know who Black China Wait, is? Wait, you're asking me? Yeah, yes. of course I know who Black China is. Okay, yeah, right. I did not know who That's was Patty LaBelle, though. That's not a good example. Did, did you know, wait, did you know Leslie before we went? Did you research her before we got in the car? So um, you said, hey, we're going to Patty LaBelle's house. And then everyone was starting clapping and all that stuff. And I'm like, yes. And then you were like, um, do you even know her? And I'm like, um, not really. So I had to research her. Well, I'm bawling. I'm snot coming out of my nose. I mean, tears are like Routing out the side yeah. in the car on the way. I have a full pin curl set, like my hair's in rollers. Yeah. I'm boohooing, blasting Patty LaBelle. And everybody else was like calling on the name of Jesus. And I look in the way back and Leslie's like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the hell is going on? on? She doesn't know anybody. She didn't yeah. know who O.J. Simpson was. We talked about O.J. Simpson okay. and that special that aired on Sunday night. She had no clue. Mm. So, and A.J. and Leslie are really young. They're true millennials. And there's a good story coming up because a quarter of millennials are having a midlife crisis or, or a quarter life crisis already. So, I want to see if the girls are having those. So, anyway, those are the other voices that you hear. We have a ton to get to on this show today. Let's lots, get to it. Lots of stories to discuss. And also, I have to show this picture. We're live on Periscope today. So we're testing, you guys probably know this, we've been talking about it, but we're testing different outlets because we're going to have a live show, right? Every single Monday and Wednesday, it's going to be live. It's a pop culture news show, Our Crazy Lives, hopefully some things that inspire you. So today we're starting on Periscope. So be sure to leave us hearts, share this with a friend, tag other people and leave any comments that you have. Sounds like fun to me. So, Paul, I want to bring up a picture because the past couple of days in my house, there's been a debate. You know, I'm Irish and Scottish. (sighs) You know, I'm really white. Like, you know, some people, they, they were white, but they're not sure. Like, today we're going to talk about the woman who, for like the past 50 years, thought she was black, but she's really white. Right. Did you hear that one? I heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> how do you not know? But the woman looks black, doesn't she? Yeah. I'm like, how did she pass? That's amazing. Like, how did she not know that she was, she was completely white, though? Completely? Completely white. She was adopted by an African-American couple. Okay. But born, like, completely white. I don't even know. I mean, I guess kind of like had tan-ish skin. Look at the Jacksons. And they, Paris, uh, Prince, and the other little one. What's the other? The, the blanket. Blanket. Okay, but do Them you some really white think- babies. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Paris said something. She came out last week and said, stop lightening my skin. I'm like... Um, How much later can it get? Anybody? Can anybody else chime in on this or is it just me? Uh, anyhow, so past couple of days in my house, I want to bring up this this photo. I wanted okay. to post this because I'm Irish coming up for St. Patrick's Day. So it is me in a leprechaun outfit and I am bent over and on the back of the underwear, it says, kiss me, I'm Irish, right? I so it. I want to post this picture and when I showed Dan, he was like, 
oh my God, you're going to regret this. This is like porn. I can't believe like, okay, fine. You want to show your body and rock your body for body confidence, but this is another level. So right now we're showing it live on Periscope. You're going to see the unedited of Paul's I mean, I think it looks hot. It does look hot, Thank Sarah. You. And actually, to be honest with you, it looks like your brand. You do this kind of stuff. You walk around Thank in you. DuPont Circle in a bikini. I mean, you know, this isn't much worse. Okay. Do you think, Dan thinks this is another level of worse. And I looked at this and I thought, Fuck, my legs good. are never going to look that damn good again. You look good. Who took the picture? Joff, our our wow. friend and photographer. So he takes this picture. This is, by the way, no edit. Now, I'm wearing um, nylons, like tights. You know, they always I see. make okay. your, your butt look better. But right now on Periscope, you can leave it. Do you think this is too racy to post? Well, I don't, Sarah. I really don't. I mean, your brand is all about authenticity. It's all about... Uh, being self-aware and loving yourself, and I share in that with my brand, um, which isn't totally represented here because you cut me out of the song, but I think that this is really solid. I think you should release it. I have the old song, too, just in case. If we ever, just in case yeah, I had right, a total meltdown. Right, if we, if we do, I always have the other song on standby. I, I really do. It. I love it. But I don't know. You know, Is my brand also vagina lips? Because you can kind of see the lips a little. You can kind of see the lips a little, you but can hey. You see the hoo-ha lips. I mean, you know, they have the vagina monologues, and yours just happens to be saying that kiss me, I'm Irish. <laughs> I think it's okay. Okay, Leslie and AJ, honestly, what was your gut reactions? Do you think this is too racy to post for St. Patrick's Day? I'm totally on board with Paul, and I think this is totally on point with your brand. And no. you're, let the lips free. Let the right. lips talk for themselves. Leslie, Love I it. think, thinks it's too much, though. She When she first saw it, she was like, oh. That's, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. But, I mean, like Paul said, this is your brand, and mm-hmm. I completely approve it. I mean, for you, I wouldn't do it, girl. <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. None of us are going to be sharing None our vagina. You. Okay. Well, listen, this is your body. Let me just share a quick little story. I, I used to funny. work at the CW here in town. Yes. And you know our friend Jim Byrne, who is a hey phrase formerly with Paul Warden listener. Just getting you going, kid. Just getting you going. I'm cool for now. But anyway, um, I hosted oh, a show, uh, a show about the sport of polo with Jim. Jim was producing. I'm in front of the camera. I'm wearing some tight white jeans and I'm out on the polo field. I love it. You know what I'm, where I'm going with this, right? Oh, I bet you can see a whole outline of your day. Oh, the whole, the thing was like laid out, stretched down the side of my Did leg. Did you have John Ham Like, because you're pretty well endowed. So yeah. it was like halfway down your leg. Not halfway down my leg. I mean, I'm not that like <laughs> but it's, it's good. So Jim is like, I see like the camera guy and I see Jim and he's kind Kind of like, oh, oh, like he's got the vapors. Like there's no doubt about it, he's got the vapors. And he's like, can I speak to you for a second, Paul? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, I've got to tell you that um, we're going to get an FCC violation. We show you. We show you. I said, Jim, I'm a man. This is what it looks like. Show what do you it. want me to do? I'm not going to tuck it. Now, did you have underwear on? Like, you yes. could see it through the underwear, through the jeans. Like, you could see the outline. Yes. I had God, a horrible experience awesome. also at a recent book signing. <laughs> it was, AJ was there. She actually, she actually came up to interview me. What did you think, AJ? Sarah, he had an animal in his pants and it was suffocated. <laughs> the pants were too tight. But you know what? I was like, full formation. It's out tonight. And Paul was like, yeah, that's on purpose. No, it was not on purpose. You know, I, I wore Which, some very relaxed underwear. Yeah, I know. She's like, and I forgot that with that suit, like I didn't have enough support. Like I needed support. It's like oh, almost a woman without a bra. Really? Okay. Well, I, was I don't having know. having a moment. 
Okay, leave a comment on Periscope if I should post it. I thought I should post it. I thought, I'm never going to look that good again. I got to like capitalize on this while it's good. Listen. Like, that booty looks like it's a real booty when you, you see it in real life. You make me feel like a natural woman, honey. Show it off while Thank you have you. it. Thank you. You guys, can you see our Periscope comments? Are we really on live Periscope this time? We said this on Monday and we weren't. So uh, we need Oscar for the <laughs> Go get Oscar. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Swear to God, we're going to figure this out. Right. Um, anyway, also the show today, we have uh, two amazing sponsors we want to shout out. So Waxing the City, Alexandria. Uh, we were there on Thursday night. The party was like no other. I mean, I haven't oh even God, had so much fun. Oh, my God. Was that party not epic? We bring so such much fun. an eclectic crowd. It was a blast. Though. I just want to hang out there. I love their products. I love the staff there. Oh, my God. They make you feel so comfortable. If you're apprehensive at all about getting waxed, definitely try that place first. Seriously. Waxing the City, Waxing yeah. the City in Alexandria. Go and see them. Tell them Paul Ward. Horton Hey Frage sent you. Your first waxing treatment is 50% off. We're also giving away two free waxes, a male bikini wax and a women's bikini wax nice. when you share the waxing video on my Facebook page, which is Sarah Frazier, where we waxed all day, I Adam. I love it. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, and then also Mervis Diamond. They're amazing too. MervisDiamond.com. Our friends there, if you're in the market for an engagement ring, a push present, something to treat yourself. Absolutely. Whenever I want to feel good, honey, I throw on my little Mervis diamonds and they are always showstoppers. My friend, my very close friend, Erica Gutierrez, she's getting married in April and she's actually going there to get her wedding rings. And I'm just I love it. They're they're a part of our family, really. I know. They're more than friends. They really are terrific. Yeah. So be sure uh, they are a sponsor of Paul and mine and the podcast. So be sure to go there. And again, also, we always love it when you tell them where you heard about uh, Mervis Diamond. Right. And they have three locations, Rockville, D.C., as well as Tyson's Corner. So and if you're feeling generous, I'm happy to meet you over there. And, you know, <laughs> let's just see how things go. Exactly. Um, all right, here are the stories that are trending in your feed. There are many to get to. We kind of touched on Richard Simmons now owes the National Enquirer $130,000 after they reported in 2016 that he was having a um, sex change. I don't know. Is that even the right terminology? I guess I think transitioning. Um, they posted a picture of him becoming a woman. Here it is, Paul. You can see that. Fake picture. No, it's real. He tried to sue them and say that that was fake, and it's not. The National Enquirer won. Oh, that's fake? I mean, that's real? That's real. <gasps> yes. The real reason that Richard Simmons has disappeared for 924 days, he is now a woman. So here's my thing, because I want to know if there's any attorneys listening um, or anybody that's well-versed in this. So he lost, he tried to say that this mm -hmm. was defamation of character. Okay. Now, Maybe he, he was just in drag, Sarah. Maybe he wasn't oh, trying to become a right. woman. You know, I mean, you catch me on the odd Halloween, you're going to see me looking like that. Am I trying to become a woman? Oh, good point. Hell okay, no. okay. But what does it say then? Okay, so he could still not be becoming a woman, I guess, even yeah. if he lose the defamation suit? Richard Simmons, just having a good time. Put a little red lipstick on. I mean, what's the big deal? Uh, he's 69 years old. He was ordered by an L.A. Superior Court yesterday to pay the media outlets, attorneys, fees, and American Media, their publisher. The defendant sought $220,000 in a motion filed in January that Simmons lawyers dubbed, quote, a billing fiesta. Simmons sued the media outlets in May for a series of articles that alleged the fitness guru was transitioning to become a woman. He claimed that while he holds no personal ill feelings towards the transgender community, the articles were false and defamatory to his character. Simmons lawyers argued that as a public figure, he has a legal right to not be portrayed as someone he's not. However, the court ruled that alleging someone is transgender is not necessarily defamatory. So I guess he technically could still not. Maybe he's mm -hmm. in drag. Well, Richard Simmons is definitely having a Zsa Zsa Gabor moment. 
He you wants so? to be alone. He does want to be alone, you know, from the uh, Finding Richard Simmons podcast and all of that. Anyone who wanted to come out and say, hey, look, guys, I know there's been all this talk about me being missing. I know there's all this talk about me becoming a woman, but here I am. And he really hasn't done that. I know. So that makes me think that maybe it's true. Do you? But, you know, hey, Caitlin came out. She's 65. She actually transitioned. He's 69. What's the big deal? They could be two girlfriends hanging out, going out to the club in West Hollywood. Meet him at the Abbey for a cocktail. so fascinated. I love it. I want to see the actual reassignment surgery done. I really do. I'm dying to see it. Be right? Because that's the thing. It's like Dr. Ruff, who's Mm -hmm. a friend of ours, right? He was talking about once you make the penis into a vagina, like then there's like this whole like, you know, care that you have to do because it's not like a natural vagina Mm -hmm. ecosystem. That's fascinating to me. Ecosystem. You love saying that about (laughs) about that man-made vagina the ecosystem okay sarah say that thing you like to say again it's an ecosystem (laughs) black china's dating an 18 year old paul how do you feel about this now if a guy said to you i want to only have sex with i'm not wearing a condom okay this is her 18 year old boyfriend he refuses ybn almighty j is his name what the 29 year old is he a rapper or an actor i mean what does he do I don't know that he's an it's, Why he's, he's a rapper. He's, he's a, rapper. a rapper. Yes. AJ, what does he play? You get, can you pull up a song? Yeah, let me pull up a song. And okay. uh, he's apparently really religious. Wait a second. He wait said a second. he's not wearing a condom. So AJ found this story and she okay. wanted us to discuss. So AJ, break it what's, down. yeah, break it down. What's the what's the story on this? Basically, main story, he looks like a child, so that first caught my attention. And then secondly, he says he's only having sex without a condom because he believes whoever he has sex with he would be fine getting pregnant. And is this part of his religious beliefs? This is just what he says on the streets. This is his word on the street. He he, he raps about this. What if they're on the pill? Do he rap about that? He don't rap about that. He don't rap about that. He don't rap about that? All right. Paul, what would you be down for this? No. Who does that? Why are you so stupid? In 2018, why are you not wearing a condom? Do you know how many venereal diseases? I mean, I love Black China. I really, I am down for Black China. I am like, I will ride with her with all the sayings, okay? Yeah. But (laughs) You know, and all that other stuff that people say. Right, whatever it is. But, I mean, that girl's had some fun. I want to... Don't you want to wear you know, a condom for I STDs? I really thought that she was going to win. I really did. She went and got her little Kardashian name trademark. You remember that? When she was going to yes. marry Rob. And we thought, wow, this person whose husband left her for Kylie, you know, she was left out like the, the baby's mama on the side. She came back and now she is going to be a Kardashian. And now look. I mean, this is a total fall from grace. You think so, this guy? And well, at 18 he's... years old, do you really know how to really work it like that? I don't no. care how big it is. No. I mean, I, this is my thing, is why would you ever want to be with someone like, I feel like nobody has any sex experience until you're like 23, 24, 25. At the how earliest. How were you when you lost your virginity? 16. 16. Yeah, and it was not good. With that guy that we called? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rob. Rob, I lost my virginity to you. What do you remember most about me? Your mother's <laughs> credit card. Bad <laughs> 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 connection. It's a crossed line. Wait, I forgot to add, guys. They met on ChristianMingle.com. Okay. Black China and Almighty Jesus. Maybe up. you ought to try Christian Mingle instead of Tinder. I'm what? hanging up. Like, <laughs> I'm hanging up. Disconnect this. Why not try this. Uh, Christian Mingle for you? Well, I am a Christian. Um, and I like to mingle. Um, but I'll tell you, uh, I started swiping last week. On Tinder. I love you it. You know, I've left it alone for a long time. And I swipe when I travel. 
mainly just to meet people to go have cocktails with. Are you ever down with having sex with no condom? No. Are you <laughs> kidding me? God, no. No. Just wondered what your preferences were. Well, hold on. Set the scene. I mean, are we... <laughs> How much are we talking? I mean, I don't know who would. Well, I'm so paranoid. I'm so, like I'm monogamous with Dan, and I'm worried about getting. No, an no. STD. If we were monogamous and in a committed relationship, and probably married, then yeah, that's fine. But no, everybody's lying. I mean, shit. I know. When I've been in relationships, I lie about not seeing other people. Wish there was some sort of test where you could like dip a guy's dick in and see if he's got uh, HPV. Ooh. Or like, yeah, I know. They need like instant swabs. I need to know. Yeah. yeah. So you've been swiping. I've, yeah, you took all the fun out of my. <laughs> Yeah, I have, but I think I changed my mind. Yeah, I've been swiping. So anyway, I met three guys. Um, well, several, but three that I've been talking to. So one of them yesterday, we've been texting every day. We tried to hook up the other night and go have a cocktail. I love it. And he texted me yesterday morning and he said, my boss just got fired. And then I respond to him. I'm like, well, do you get his or her job? And he says, I don't want Rex Tillerson's job. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You've got to go out with him. I mean, so, so what's the job that's under the Secretary of State? Well, so then I call him because I'm like, well, that deserves a phone call. Oh, my God. I love this. Okay. So he goes through all these, you know, things that he told me. And he told me about the other guy getting the job and, you know, all of this kind of crazy stuff. The crazy thing is, Sarah, I don't like his voice. I liked him so much more before I heard him talk. Oh, really? He's got a voice. A little well, high. Very high voice. A little high. <laughs> A little eye for me. Wow, we need the scoop on Rex Tillerson. That yeah, was like maybe a I'll take one for the team and just go out for, with you him one night. Got to, because Rex Tillerson basically like a fired over Twitter. He didn't even know it. Yeah, I mean that's like what a way to go. And I was kind of Team Rex. I watched him on sixty Minutes, and I was like, oh, this guy seems like a stand up guy. He's like a Texas Southern guy. He's like my word is my bond. And yeah, your word is your bond. I go around the country and I or the world, and I've always relied on my word, and it's oh worked. My God. I love it. <laughs> so wait, I got to tell you about one other I guy. Rex would one of the other three. So that's one guy. He's got a high voice, but maybe I'll go out with him for the scoop on Rex. Yes. Second guy, I'm going to New York tonight. So, you know, I'll be there for tomorrow. I've got some meetings, which we'll talk about later. But this other guy was in New York until tonight. Okay. And he extended his trip so I would meet him tomorrow. Love it. In between my meetings and my evening event. But he told me he's got all this stuff planned. How do I tell him that I need a midday nap? I'm a napper. Well, just tell just you just tell him your schedule and he can meet you. He's like, oh, I've got champagne for us. We're gonna go downtown. I've got this whole day afternoon experience plan for us. And all I can think about is, oh my gosh, I'm where's my nap? I miss being single. Like he's already rolling out the champagne for you and he this is. guy hasn't met you. This mm -hmm. is amazing. What does your Tinder profile say? I'd have to look it up. I don't remember. <laughs> Which, by the way, we're going to read some tindy, t funny Tinder profiles at the end of the show. Okay. Um. All right. So Tom Brady, I want us to reenact this. Tom Brady was on Stephen Colbert. My God, if that guy isn't like the truest goat, I don't know what is. He's like the best. He's not only an amazing football player, he's hot. He's everything else, right? So then Tom Brady is on Stephen Colbert, chugs a beer like in three sips. All right. Have you seen this video? Wow. Leslie's bringing it up. Oh, my God. How hot is Tom Brady? Honest oh to God. You're the greatest NFL football player. My boyfriend Dan always says to me, how are you going to feel when you find out he was doing steroids? I said, I don't care. Look at that. Look at that. He's like, oh, my God. He destroys it. If you're watching on Periscope Live right now, you can see it. So I thought you wow, and I... Wow, very cool. I know. Isn't he so good? Oh, my God. Play it again, Leslie. Oh, oh Sydney. So hot. What is that? Sydney, what's this? This is beer? Sydney is uh, Paul's intern. Okay, so we're chugging. Holy crap. We're going to do a chug contest. Okay. You're not chugging that coffee. You need alcohol. I don't drink beer. 
<laughs> it's about, bad for the skin, honey. Bring me some wine, sweetie. About I want to have a contest. That. Okay. All right. So um, I have my coffee. No, there that. is no way. I'm not getting drunk by myself. <laughs> uh, so as, as Paul, the, we're, we're bringing you something special for you, Paul. Don't worry. Thank you. As they Thank get you, the sweetie. wine ready. All right. Um, yeah. Is it warm? It looks warm. No, it's really good. It's nice. It's pretty light. Um, Paul, do you believe this? Here's two stories while we get the alcohol in here. Um, now a therapist and a Thank sociologist you. says that bisexuality should be the norm. That really yeah. rigid sexual orientations have defined for the past several decades that supposedly women or men are all straight or all heterosexual, but a new study or all homosexual, but a new study is attempting to do away with strict definitions of sexuality. I'm so open to this. The study was published by the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, and it argues that there's no one such thing as a straight man or a straight woman. Rather, people operate on a spectrum. I've been saying this, people. I hate to be right about these things. I hate to be right. I think this is great, too. I'm, I'm totally down. I'm about that life, honey. I know. I you feel too? Like, yes. Well, I want to try it. My girlfriend's always like, you really need to have a lesbian affair before you get married. Is she a lesbian? Yes. She wants you? <laughs> Oh, no. um, that's what it, my if friends. She keeps bringing it up. She probably <laughs> yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, we've known each other for so long, though. That I'm like, how can we? How can you really think that we should have an affair? All right, you ready? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. We're doing our Tom Brady, Stephen Colbert. Who's Stephen Colbert? Who's Tom Brady on this? Well, you're obviously Stephen Colbert because I'm on your show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tie right, the I'm starting the stopwatch. Here we go. Okay, who do you think is gonna? Oh my God! All right, I don't even know. Ready? Here we go. One, Down two, three. Down the hatchie. And it's going to be a close lead. Paul's drinking that delicious wine. Sarah's chugging. Sarah's in the freaking lead, guys. Sarah's in the lead. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a little strong for oh, Sarah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm going to vomit. Paul's oh. literally had maybe one sip. Why are you not even attempting? Oh, God. Let me tell you something. I've got a flight to catch. I need to arrive in New York impossibly fresh oh, like Carrie Bradshaw God. did when she went to Paris. This is White Zinfandel, and I am Paul Wharton, and I'm sorry. That does not work, but I'm trying to be a team player. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel well, ill. Oh, my God. My IBS is, like, already kicking in. Okay. <laughs> See, you know what? I'm just <laughs> kidding. where it. things go left. <laughs> well, good, good old college try. You, you won, kid. Uh, you won. Sort of. I never was good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you took a sip. We tried. We tried. Anyway, no one is straight anymore. I love that. I think the spectrum is terrific. I've been saying this, and ladies, I keep telling you, your man will reveal it to you. You just have to listen. Play around with his bum hole a little bit and just listen. So, Leslie and AJ, when did you guys find out that your boyfriends were gay? I think when I tried to give him a little finger finger action, and he was like, wait, I don't don't like that. Wait. I think I'm into (laughs) it. And I was like, wait, you're not supposed to be into it, are you? (laughs) Yes! So they Next thing be. you look up, one finger, two finger, three. You're like, um, can I have my watch back? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my watch got stuck in there. Yo. Oh, no. I mean. And Leslie has only dated gay men, for real. Like, most of her boyfriends, yeah. her past boyfriends. <laughs> really? Are, yeah, they come out as gay. They date her for like a couple months. Right. And you then know? I dump them, and they turn out to be gay. How many guys have oh. you dated that are now gay? Um, Like, Two, maybe. And then I have a lot of other guys that want to get with me, but they're gay. And I'm like, no, thank you. (laughs) Bye. Now, does this um, make you nervous about, like, your selection in men? What do you think that says? Well, she's got, like, a bit of an androgynous quality to her. She's, like, a pretty, like, um, hot um, girly boy. 
you know? Girly boy. Yeah, because the way she dresses and she wears her little, you know, things all tucked in, her little blazers. Like, okay. she's hot. Like, occasionally I'll see a lesbian and I'm like, I know I shouldn't feel voice, this like- way, but I'm feeling a little tingly inside. Really? You know? Nice. Yeah. I agree. But I, I'm not lesbian, though. So that oh, means I have to dress. You're not? Look. So, 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 wow, thank you. I'm just kidding, Leslie. So Paul has the hots for Leslie. Uh, wow. No. So I have to dress up more like you now. <laughs> Let's go shopping, AJ. Clearly not. My boyfriend's gay, too. <laughs> I love that. I mean, how do you get out of that rut, though, of dating just gay men? I don't know. It's hard, I guess. I don't know. I've never been. I've never know. dated very many gay men. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not into gay people. Okay, thank you. If you are listening, <laughs> well, also. Oh, well, don't be such a prude. I mean, no, no. I mean, we can be friends and all hang out. You know, cut her mic. Producer, cut her mic. It's interesting you say androgynous because she dresses like a guy a That's lot what I'm on saying. her YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah, she looks like a hot dude. She really does. What's your YouTube Ooh, channel, me? by the way, Leslie? I do. Yeah. Oh my god, I have to change. Um, my YouTube channel is Leslie Oquendo. And you look great. No, you look good as a man or a woman. That's so pretty. <laughs> you are. Well, thank you. So six in 10 millennials claim that they're going through a quarter life crisis. Also, according to a new study, many of us familiar with the midlife crisis. Now we're seeing it as a quarter life one. According to the story, um, they say the financial pressures, the pressures of student loans, living at home, struggling to cope with career and personal pressures are now throwing uh, millennials into these quarter life crises where they're having breakdowns. They're either moving back into their families, homes, quitting jobs and having to take a mental retreat. You think that's, um, do you think it's ridiculous that you're having a quarter life crisis at 25, 26? Hmm. When I was 25 years old, I had then made on MTV and MTV threw me the biggest, baddest birthday party that I'd ever had. When I was 25, it was down in the meat packing district at a place called Meat. And I have to tell you, after that party, because I thought I was like, it was such a major moment in my life, there was a come down. Because I'm like, where do I go from here? Yeah, I no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So I had a bit of a crisis. I I had that moment too, but it was much later. It was like in my 30s, early okay. 30, about um, because I, you know, when I was working in radio, I'd made a ton of money. Like I, and so I didn't realize that like jobs where you make 250 thousand a year don't just like appear everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. It, that was like a real moment. So you're like, I'm quitting. <laughs> You go out in the room. Fire me. <laughs> right. I know, right? I'm back. AJ, yeah. are you having a quarter life crisis? She lives with her parents. Both the girls live with their parents, which I, I always say this like, if my mom lived here, I'd live with her in a heartbeat. My mom is like my bestie. Oh, I love it. All I, I have know. to say is, I'm 23 and I've already had three quarter life crises. <laughs> That's why I drink so much. Oh, really? Seriously, do you feel like you are drinking that way because you're depressed about your life? I don't think it's because I'm depressed. It's just like there is so many pressures. And. I solve all of them with alcohol. Wow. (laughs) Why you guys are on the hip podcast or on the number one pop culture podcast. How is your life depressing? We we let you, you guys meet Patti LaBelle. You mean like you come to Fox all the time. What's, what's Mm -hmm. depressing? Love all that. Oh, what? Just the salary here? Yeah, the salary. Yeah, could be. Right. Cut her mic. (laughs) Cut her mic. No, 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 no. Is there a booth behind the booth? (laughs) If I were to go to Demi Lovato's house, you know, that'll be a life changing situation, you know? So if you guys could get us up with more A listers. (laughs) Exactly. Paul. Well, I guess one of the people online said that, right? (laughs) Why is Paul holding back all of his famous friends? (laughs) He's holding back. Yeah, why are you? 
<laughs> Why am I hold, who am I holding back? Nobody. Omarosa's been on. Um, you know what? Good news. I, I will give you an Omarosa update. How's she doing? She's doing great. She flew to Hawaii yesterday. Now, listen, let me tell you all something. Y'all know I was best friends with Omarosa for 12 years. I'll just talk to you. It's just us here, right? <laughs> so we had a major fallout when she uh, joined, jumped on the Trump train. And I just thought it was the most despicable thing anyone could ever do. And Yeah, that up, was rough. She ended up doing this interview in 2020 where she talked about her friends that deserted her. And she said she'd never forget it. And then I had all these people call me and said, you know, she's talking about you, right? <laughs> and I'm like, well, not really. They're like, no, no, no. She told me she's talking about you. So, you know, that was kind of we just took a major break. But, you know, since she left the White House and we will talk about how she left at one point. And um, she did Big Brother. I mean, we've been talking, and the love is still there. Yeah, you guys have to be friends. There. I mean, that, yeah, <sighs> you can't. I feel like that's rough to like give up a friendship over that. I mean, I know you guys both had opposing views, but it's good that you're coming back together. Yeah, you we're know? coming back together, uh, yeah. ladies. For the 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 ones that are millennials that are listening to the show, and for Leslie and AJ, the article basically says that you guys are kind of doing what the they recommend as far as getting out of the rut. They say take a step back and identify the root of the cause. It's easy to be weighed down with the pressures of work and family expectations, often making you too close to the situation. Take a step back, write down what it is that's making you most nervous. Um, be it saving, not being happy in your current industry. This will allow you to address the real problem. Be kind to yourself. Talk to others. It's important to discuss those feelings to discon- of discontent because a lot of other people are going through it at mm-hmm. all ages. And then research. Once you've discussed your situation with the relevant people, it's important to go away and research your options and most importantly, your passions, whether it's starting a new career altogether, going traveling or progressing with your current role. I nice. think that's good advice. Yeah. Okay, good advice. I think that's great I advice. love good advice. I know. Everybody needs a little of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought this was a good one. We won't get into it t- in too much detail, but um, this op-ed piece, this opinion piece for the Washington Post, a woman says that I thought having a baby would hurt my career, but I was absolutely wrong. Paul, what do you think? You've got a lot of girlfriends that have careers. you had a lot of girlfriends that don't have any <laughs> children. You think a kid helps your career or hurts it? Well... I'll just say this. Remember when I had that fling with that woman a few years back? Yes. I did not want to be seen with her in public because I thought if people knew I was straight, it would hurt my career. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. 
Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Yes, absolutely. Who wants a straight guy telling them how to dress and live a fabulous life? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, I'll go in and you give me five minutes. You come in later. You know, we'll make out in a little back dark corner. And then I leave and then you leave 10 minutes after me and I'll meet you at the crib. Who 
was so, a straight guy. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, that was just my idea of um, not wanting to sabotage myself. But I don't think that I don't think that it can hurt. I, I really don't. So, uh, OK, so overall, I wondered if like did that well, that woman didn't have kids that you were with. Right. Oh, she no. was just it was just perception. No, I was and it was just in your issue. mind. It yeah. was in your mind. Well, this woman basically says that she's been a writer for years. And then after having her kid five years ago, her sons actually propelled her career. She yeah. says that having a child forces women, especially to become more conservative with your time, like your time becomes more valuable. Mm-hmm. So instead where we and you and I talk about this all the time, you sign up for all these projects you might not necessarily want to do. Yeah. So she says once you have a kid, it forces you that you can't be doing all that so in fact you really spend valuable time working on the projects that you want and then mm-hmm. on your family absolutely so i that that gives me a little bit of hope i'm like okay because i'm totally i feel like career is like i feel like in my mind the kid kills your career but you could have a kid sitting out there and that little thing that they play with and they grab the thing what's that thing the little walker bouncer thing you know what the kids do <laughs> honey i don't know what's going on I don't know about it. but you know the kid could be out there somebody's here to watch the kid you know I mean, uh, anyway, it's totally worth a read. Uh, uh. Hire an intern. Right. Hey, I think that's like a great idea. I'm all about that. Paul, what happened after 70 years if you woke up, you found out you weren't black? Well, I would have said a lot of inappropriate things, <laughs> thinking that I had the right to. I've used the N-word countlessly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I've used... Well, yeah, what Use the N bomb and now. Hell like, yeah, she did. What do you think you do now? N please. Okay. <laughs> do you? Do now she that woman pass? looks black to me. She is white. After seventy years, she's found out she's completely white. I, don't, I think she got some misinformation. Can you imagine what would you do if you? That looks like my great aunt Peggy. Verda Bird was adopted by a black family and grew up thinking that she was light-skinned black woman in 2014, until 2014. She found out her biological parents were both completely white. I don't know about that. Bird published a book, 70 Years of Blackness. Papa was a rolling stone. (laughs) And then what do you do? You know, then what do you do? Then you start acting different? I don't know. What would you do if you found out you were an entirely different race? Like, what would happen if I found out I was black? It would be (laughs) awesome. (laughs) I know what you do. I can't say on this podcast. I, You'd rush right out, wouldn't you? <laughs> no wonder. No wonder. It's the final piece of the puzzle. Are you insinuating that I would just be sleeping with all these black men? Or yeah, what? you'd at least know myself? why you love black dick so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I don't I'm have black. jungle fever. It's natural. I knew it all along. I knew it. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to do Ancestry.com. Yeah. i got to find out. Oh, God. If they tell you you're out. 2%, man, you're, you're hitting the club. <laughs> See her down in Southeast, <laughs> dropping it like it's hot. It's okay, sister. I, I will be so all about this sister. Oh, yeah. I will be completely. I love. Yes, I really do. I really want to be black. So um, I hope that. i got to find that out. That would be awesome. Even if I was like 1%. Now, you have a niece that is biracial. So she's well adjusted. Like, how do you, how does she do that in Maine? Like, does she have any black friends? She I talked does. on the phone, and she's got so much energy, and she's so vivacious. So, how does it oh work? Oh my with god, her? she is so sweet. She well, she's going to be twelve this month, mm-hmm. and she does. There's actually more. Believe it or not, finally, there's more diversity in Maine than, of course, when I grew up. When I grew up, there was nobody. We had foreign exchange students, mm-hmm. so you had kids from Japan, China. Germany, that kind of thing. But we only had one mixed race kid in our entire 
school of like 450 kids. Wow. So now it's a little bit more diverse, but it really is only like Kimber and I'm going to say maybe three or four other African-American kids. Is she friends with them? Yes. Yeah. And one of them is really a good friend of hers. That's fantastic. Um, And then she has, you know, everybody else. They, yeah. But I think she is becoming more aware of it. Sure. No, not that they've had, I mean, knock on wood, thank God. Like, they've never had any incidents at school. Everybody has been, you know, she mm-hmm. goes to school dances and has a great time and no one's ever not invited or anything, you know? Sure, so, sure. All that's been good. But I think she's a little bit more conscious of it, that yeah. she knows that, you know. Well, it's interesting growing up around um, a lot of um, being black and then growing up in an all-white area, which is what happened to my sister and I. Um, but my mom and my dad always made sure that we always went home to Cleveland for all of our summer. Yep. So that kind of got us back together. And I think I shared this story before. I had all these white friends, and between fifth and sixth grade, one of my friends, Chris Horn, his father was dropping me off, and and I just said, they said, oh, you know, Paul, you're not like all the other black people. And I said, oh, well, I'm white trapped in a black body. <laughs> and as soon as it rolled off of my lips, I was like, ooh, ooh, that didn't feel right. Right. And I went to Cleveland that summer. Okay, so in Cleveland, like, my grandmother's live in East Cleveland, okay? What's that mean? <laughs> Let's just say I was in East Cleveland last weekend, and one of my great aunts asked me to go to the store and get some plastic forks. And I was like, have you seen me? <laughs> have you seen me? Okay. In my fresh blowout and my custom suit and my sparkly shoes with no socks on? No, 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 no. I can't go to the store and get plastic forks. So do you know what I'm saying? I understand. Okay. So I would go there every summer, and it really reconnected. I had all my cousins. You know, it really brought things into perspective and kept us grounded and and connected to our race. So I could just imagine with Kimber being in Maine and being from Maine, you know, just I I just hope she has other people to relate to. Well, she does. And thankfully, she goes back and forth a lot. Like she goes down to her mom's house a lot and her mom lives in Boston. And so they she gets a lot of exposure, you know, so I Mm -hmm. I agree. I think you really have to have that because it would be tough, I think, if she didn't. It would be tough. But isn't this amazing for this woman? She now is white. Like, I don't uh, know how you adjust to that. I mean, at 70, there is no adjustment. You just keep being, what's the name, Vern? Ver, yeah, Verda. Verda, honey. Verda, honey. <laughs> Girl, well, keep going down to the church house, sweetie. Calling not, on the name of Jesus. Not really, girl. There ain't nothing changing. <laughs> Verda good. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, last story, too, before we talk about your, I love your discussion about confidence. So I want to talk about that. But really quick, Jake Paul, the YouTube star, has come out with his plan for anti-gun violence, which is getting sort of mixed reviews. Jake Paul is the younger brother, of course, of the notorious YouTube creator, Logan Paul, mm. um, and who, who boasts 14 million subscribers. He uploaded a 20-minute documentary on his YouTube page, which I have to say I thought was really good. If you haven't watched that, I thought it was excellent. But unfortunately, he did a video a couple years ago where he and some other people are shooting guns, mm-hmm. threatening to shoot each other. So then people are bringing that back up. But essentially, Paul wrote that he has he's going to try to use his platform and his gun reform opinion is that one, you must be at least 21 to buy a gun Two, go through a six month minimum course, similar to a driver's license course, three professional mental health evaluation four ban gun shows. Now, I love it. Yeah. I'm all about it. And five 30 day wait period before you purchase to receive after purchase to receive the firearm absolutely i'm down for that jake paul we come love on you. jake paul Woo! come yeah. through jake paul get him all right honey.
Yes. If Second Amendment with some sense, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? So uh, before we get into reading some funny Tinder profiles, uh, people are saying, Victoria is saying that I should post the picture. If you guys are on Periscope right now, we posted a picture earlier uh, that my boyfriend thinks is way too much of me bent over with a Kiss Me, I'm Irish um, underwear <laughs> on that I want to post for... Um, for Valentine's Day, uh, Bridge Johnson says that, yeah, it seems like it's a little much. Victoria, as I said, said it's a go. Adam Troy says, oh, my God, you're one of my favorite people right now. I would totally post this. So you can hop on Periscope <laughs> and check it out right now. Paul, um, but tell us, because this was, you have a big, big meeting tomorrow. And I do. you're feeling, where are you at? Well, this is the deal for those of you that don't know this. So I'm a content creator. In addition to, you know, being an on-camera personality over at Fox 5 and being here with you on the podcast and all that stuff that I do, I also create content. And I've been doing it for a long time. But I've always done it through a um, a larger production company. So I've worked with them being the middleman. Right. So I would pitch my content to a larger production company, and they had all the relationships with the networks. Got it. Because I think... For some reason, early on, I thought, oh, well, the big guys go in and talk to the networks. I'm just the smart, creative guy that will come up with the ideas. Well, I'm a little older. I've learned more. And my confidence is kind of, you know, has raised to that occasion. Yes. So now I'm ready to go in and be the big boy and go to the network. So tomorrow, today I fly out to New York. I'm going to stay there tonight and collect my thoughts. And tomorrow at noon, I'm meeting with a major network. I love and it. I am pitching um, three shows, and they know that I'm. They actually called me in, so they've called me in to meet with the head of development, and um, I'm not going through the middleman anymore. So, you know, I think that there's there's a feeling that I'm having right now <clears throat> that I haven't had in a long time. You okay. know, because this is a career defining, potentially life changing moment. Yep. For me, yeah, absolutely. If it goes forward, then wow, okay. So I've just entered into stepping into that place. Um, that is my rightful place where you, you know? should be, where I should be. But it's nerve wracking. You're a little nervous. Well, you're always second guessing your your opinion, your thought, because you never know what someone else wants. And I think whenever I do that, I try to go back to really what feels right to me. You know what I mean? I hear you. Yes. I go back to my most authentic place, not trying to be anyone else, not trying to sound like anyone else, just Paul, whether people right. like it or not. But that's kind of the best bet for me. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? And I think, too, you find out the more experience you have and the more you put yourself out there and you work through the nerves and everything, you find that the people on the other end really aren't any smarter than you. Which Absolutely. I always remember Steve Jobs saying that, like, but I never believed it because Steve Jobs what did was he say, such... Sarah? Steve Jobs basically always said that, you know, you think in your mind when you grow up that the world is created and all these major deals and all these um, whatever, whether it's an iPhone or whatever, are created by people that are a lot smarter than you. Mm -hmm. But basically what Steve Jobs said is like once he got there, he realized they weren't. Nobody. But I mean, Steve Jobs was obviously a very smart man. Mm -hmm. But I think that is true to your industry is what you find out in your industry is like shows that we see every day on TV are created by people that are no more smarter or talented absolutely, than we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. The right time, the right place. Mm-hmm. And I think what's great about you, what I've learned a lot from you, is that you ask for what you want. Sure. And people who ask for what they want get it. And I'm absolutely. not always good at that. It's like, oh, you know, I don't know, should I ask for this? And a lot of times I'll be like, all right, sure, you know, I'll do that. And then it's like, 
is that really what I want to do? Yeah. So I admire that about you. Well, and thank you. And and you know what I admire about you in this process of of really defining what your podcast is, the Hate Phrase podcast. Of course, I rib you a bit about the song and about the logo and those type of shady, sneaky things that you've done. <laughs> no, but I. But what it is. Um, you know, I can see how it can be hard. Change is hard. And right. telling other people, you know, what you really want to do can be difficult sometimes. It's kind of like you look at someone like Caitlyn Jenner, and she talks about how tough it was after waiting all those years to right. become who she authentically is because the other thing was kind of working for everybody else. Right. So, you know, for that, you really deserve a round of applause because you really, really want to go after your dream. And I, luckily, you're working with someone. Yeah, it's true. No, really. <laughs> yeah, who no, supports I know. people following their dream. Like, I wouldn't like if you were to say to me, well, I mean, you're committed in D.C. You, you're working over at Fox 5. You're here. Why are you going to New York to try to pitch your networks? I mean, that's right. kind of weird. I don't know. Shouldn't you just be happy with what you're doing? And I and would say, don't stop <clears throat> my flow. You know what's hard is it, it too. I think the the only couple of snafus that we've ever had have been difficult because in the past, when I've been excited to tell somebody I want to do this, I've been immediately like shut down and punished. Okay. You know, in that mm-hmm. workplace. So I think too that sticks with you of like, oh, this person's going to be really upset, or sure. there's no middle ground. And what I love about our relationship is like we do work through it. We support each other. We both, and that's the thing is, I love that we both have our own brands going on, but we have this. So Absolutely, I'm I'm very grateful for that. So it's all love and certainly certainly people out there now let me tell you something (laughs) my wig will get twisted and you know when i came in here and she had this white woman's lips on the wall there was on every wall i can't tell you my wig wasn't a little twisted that day but what you do is you talk through things no you talk through things like there's nothing worse than having a friend you bring something up to something that's bothering you maybe something that they said or something that they did and they completely shut down i'm actually going through that with a very very dear friend she can't take a note on anything she can't take any kind of feedback that that says you know you really kind of hurt me when you did this or you canceled on me like five or six or seven times in a row maybe you don't know that but that's really hurtful to me Thank you for telling me. This is somebody I've been friends with for a long, long oh, yeah, time. Yeah, it is hard. It's so, hard. you know, that's one thing that I'm committed to doing any person that I call a friend is to say, you know what? Maybe it's not a comfortable conversation to have, but I'm going to hear them and I'm going to tell them what I think. And we need to hear each other. So that's what I love, I love about it. Amen. our relationship. Cheers, cheers, I'm still cheers, not drinking so- this cheap ass, sweet ass <laughs> wine, but cheers to you. <laughs> All right, look, we want to end the show with some funny Tinderella profiles. Ooh, uh, Tinder, fun. we love getting dating profiles. We've I've been doing this for a while. We wanted to bring it back because there are so many mm. hysterical Tinder profiles on the internet. Your Bumble.com, your Christian Mingle, any exchange that you have that's absolutely hilarious. I just had a girlfriend. She went out on a date with a guy he picked her up and he had a couple of dead ducks in the back of the truck because he'd been duck hunting earlier that day i mean this shit is real so we read some of these funny tinder ones so we're going to take you through three here at the end of the show emily 19 says not eminem's daughter sorry and then she has like a kind of frowny face actually 69 i'm a human for loco my kink is when you're eating a pint of chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream and your spoon hits a massive boulder of cookie dough that you then pry out like an archaeologist on the dig of a lifetime Ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Girl, you sound Would right. you swipe left or right? I would be swiping right. I think ah, she's pretty funny, don't you? I love it. Okay. I think she's pretty hysterical. One down. Uh, here's another one. This one um, is from Sar19. I'm Ty. So if you send me a dick pic, I might send you one back. <laughs> I love it. And then lastly, I have one on my computer, and this is from Irene. Irene says, they say women are crazy, but literally turn a man down once and watch him lose his shit and then threaten to burn your house down with you and everyone you love in it. No thanks. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, there are the funny profiles. You can always, always hit us up. And uh, Paul, I adore you. I adore you, Sarah. Where can people follow you? They can follow me at Paul Wharton Style on Instagram. I'm Paul Wharton on Twitter. My website is Paul Wharton Style to keep up with my day-to-day goings-on. And my beauty site is Paul Wharton Beauty where you can get your skin together. And my book's on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Pulling it Love all together. You. Love uh, you. Leslie, you can follow Leslie on YouTube at Leslie Oquindo. AJ is on Instagram. What's your Insta, Age? Follow me, guys. It's the Andrea J. Lopez. All right, awesome. We're out of here. It's I think hey that Frage. is fantastic. Great day, baby. Great day, honey. Let's oh hear your God. new song. Let's <laughs> okay, so it doesn't say Paul Wharton. I'm okay. All right, all right. It, it does have a little catchy little beat to it. Oh, it's catchy. All right, hopefully this goes the quick. The saga continues. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Woo. 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 Hey. Hey. And Paul, we're an hey.